So last week was a very exciting week. By the way, welcome to the next episode of our podcast. Yeah. Because last week AI fought back once again, you could say. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's fighting back because <laughs> it's basically battling us since end of 2022. Yeah, but, but you're right, last year, uh, last week, uh, Sora was released, OpenAI's latest new model, which uh, now also shows us that they totally destroy AI-generated <laughs> video. Uh, yeah. Because until Sora, it wasn't really a big thing, not too impressive, but I guess Sora changed it all. I think it did, yes. And you already created a YouTube video about it. Yeah. Uh, last Friday, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, right after it came out. And then we thought, let's also talk about that a bit yeah. because it affects us personally, professionally, and also everybody on the planet. What is your general opinion about this whole AI thing or maybe specifically about Sora? So how does this video or this text-to-video aspect now or this option that now works quite impressive actually yeah change your view on AI maybe? Yeah, uh, so I think we're getting less and less things that we can trust. So to, to start with the downside right away, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but I think that's the negative impact I immediately thought of when, when I saw that. Uh, but at the same time, I, I also thought, well, that's really impressive. It, if we look at it from a positive uh, angle, it gives us a lot of new options. It, for example, to, to, to kind of stick to an example from our bubble, makes it easier to generate B-roll yeah. or it, it essentially replaces or could replace the need for stock footage. Um, if you if you want to have some, some short clip in a video, mm -hmm. some background video, that's something Sora seems to be able to do just fine, uh, where you no longer need to reach out to um, expensive and maybe not optimal stock footage. So that's the positive side, I guess. But at the same time, as I said, uh, I also thought, wow, that opens up uh, a lot of potentially bad use cases. And I'm rather on the negative side, I guess, to be honest, because for me, the, the development is too fast at it's the moment. It's really fast, yeah. Because uh, when I think about ChatGPT, which we heard about at the end of 2022, yeah. we were quite late. We were, yeah. but yeah, that was our bad. And now we are a little bit more than one year later and now we can create videos, one minute videos yeah. only, but still we or OpenAI can create these videos based on text prompts. Yeah, That's scary in my opinion. And yes, the trust side is one very important one that you mentioned, but maybe I'm too old again, but I think about the work of other people, how it devalues the work yeah. that people did because if you needed b-roll as you said somebody had to record Absolutely. it had to film it had to fly there had to go there had to plan it had to turn the ideas he or she had into reality by creating that scene and of course as you said now this can be done faster and in minutes maybe yeah. we don't know how this evolves maybe we can use it on our own in six months or something like that but this whole creativity that humans have and that helped humans to produce these amazing videos, for example, now turns into simple computer-generated footage. Yeah. So I personally don't know how I should think about it at the moment. Yeah. Currently, it's more negative, impressive, but negative. Yeah. So that's one of my points here to get started. Still, yeah. I think this trust issue you mentioned is also a very big one because... 
even now you don't know what to believe in the internet, if it's written, if it's images, and now you can't trust videos anymore. Yeah, yeah. So basically everything you see on the internet has to be double-checked and you have to find a way to double-check to make sure it really is the truth. Yeah. And I'm not sure how we or all these people using the internet daily can find a way to implement this double-check feature or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, lots of good points. Um, I, I, I totally agree on the... Um, uh, on the argument that it is a problem for all those people who created the stock footage, for example. And of course, stock footage is just one thing that could be replaced by Sora or by uh, text-to-video uh, models uh, like Sora. It's absolutely valid. Um, I, I do think that at the same time, and I might be wrong here, but it looks like these text-to-video models might not be able to replace Hollywood or, yeah. or um, movie studios in general. Um, because, of course, it's one thing to replace some background footage, some clip where the exact content might not be too important. I mean, if you want like a, a dancing bunny, which was one of the examples um, OpenAI showed on their website, a video generated by Sora, where we can see a dancing bunny. If you need something like that and you want to have it in as, as B-roll in your mm -hmm. video, you might not care too much about the exact details. It might yeah. be fine if you have a prompt where you roughly describe the scene and mm -hmm. that you want a dancing bunny and some um, neon colors or something like this, but the details aren't too important but of course that would change if we would talk about a real movie mm. that's of course also way longer than a minute so where multiple clips would have to be coherent and and fit together and where we also have dialogues which are not a thing with Sora at all as it seems so there uh, we only had uh, videos without people talking or without lip synchronization mm. and all these things so uh, I, I think it's not the entire video industry that's uh, in danger here, but it looks like um, some selected examples, uh, mm -hmm. as it almost always is with AI, I guess, uh, for, for whom this really could be a, a big problem. I got two points here. The first one is that, of course, things always changed. And as you said, maybe certain jobs or certain tasks are replaced. This happened all the time in the history, I guess. Yeah. So if we talk about industrialization, where we thought, well, people probably thought, oh my God, I won't have a job anymore. And turns out there is more work than ever that has to be done. But the other point is that it's the speed. It's the... Yeah, it, absolutely. This I talked, we mentioned it already, but you just said they can't do dialogues at the moment. They can't replace Hollywood movies. Hollywood movies are maybe all something different because you want to have the actors and so yeah. on. But I guess nobody knows where we are next year at the same point in time, so next February. And that's the little bit maybe scary thing that I see, that at the moment I would say, yes, this has some bad implications, but can also be good. But if it evolves that rapidly within the next 12 months, then we might talk about dialogues, we might talk yeah. about 30-minute movies maybe, and then things get really crazy, I guess. Still, I don't think that being scared or something like that helps in any way because things will be as they are. But yeah, I'm quite skeptical, as you see. We also don't know how far they are already. I'm not sure if OpenAI, for example, shows us all they can do because Sora just came out of nothing, basically. So maybe six months from now, 
the next thing comes out yeah. of nowhere. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's of course possible. Absolutely. Uh, we don't know uh, what we'll see in a year from now and what we'll see in two years and what AI might be able to do then. I, I totally agree. I also agree that maybe we, if we're talking about big movies, it's a different thing there. It's I would imagine it's also kind of hard to like describe the complexity of a big movie in, in a prompt, even if it could be a super long prompt, even if it could be an entire book. I'm not sure, but as you said, we, we, we don't know um, how things will turn out. Of course, it's also worth noting that what we see with Sora, the videos we see, um, they they are not perfect, of course. They look pretty perfect, I have to say, on first sight and even maybe um, the second time you look at uh, one of those videos, they look absolutely fine. I, I have to say they do. Of course, there are always people who like tell you, yeah, it's clearly AI generated, but is it really that clear if you just um, take a brief look at it? Yeah. Um, and sort of interrupting, but especially people who say that really know that this is AI generated. Exactly. But if you don't know that, Th that's exactly the point I also wanted to make. We, you can spot subtle errors like the hands of people, some movements which are a bit strange. Yeah, you can spot yeah. them because you know what you're looking at is AI generated, and you're looking for those hints. But Fast forward a year from now, let's say Sora or similar models are available to everyone or to the majority or in five years, maybe we have models we can run on our own machines or in our own data centers and we can achieve similar results. Um, and now let's think we have some bad actors, we have some um, people who want to fake um, certain things, maybe with celebrities, maybe fake some war videos, yeah. anything like that. And you see that and you you might not be prepared for the fact that it could be AI generated. Of course, you know that there is a danger of that being the case, but we're coming from a world where we take video for the truth, yeah. where um, we know if it's a video, it's very, very likely not faked. Um, it, it might be staged or something like this, but it, it was recorded like that. That is a relatively fair assumption. It would take a lot of effort to really fake a video. It's possible without AI, but it's basically um, a, a lot of work. Yeah. It's not easily done. And we're coming from that world and adjusting to a different world where every video could be fake and could be AI generated. That'll be tricky. There also is uh, another side um, here because we can, of course, and we will probably have that problem where we have to anticipate that videos might be AI generated and might not showing the tr might not show us the truth. Um, but at the same time, it could also mean that we don't trust any video sources anymore. And of course, that means that if we have like um, some media outlet. Um, which we normally would trust. Let's mm -hmm. say some some big, so let's say the, the New York Times or mm -hmm. whatever. And of course, there are reasons why you could mistrust mm -hmm. them as well. But let's say there are some media outlets whom we generally would trust. And now they're showing a video of some, let's say, war crimes being committed by whatever, anywhere in the world. There will or there can be people in the future who mm -hmm. say, yeah, that's fake. That's not the reality. So we have those two sides. We have videos where 
we might see something horrible yeah. or might see some politicians say something horrible and it's faked, but it's hard to prove that it's fake. Mm -hmm. But we also have the other side where we see something that happened, but we have people who can say, no, that didn't happen. That is fake. There might not really be a way of, of proving them wrong, uh, or it might be very difficult at least, because we're living in a world where video can't be trusted anymore. And that's another big problem I see. And that's really a problem because this means now we have another medium that people can use to influence people regarding their agenda. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you think about the elections this year in the US, for example, I read that OpenAI will do all they can to prevent any abuse of that technology. And it's not publicly available yet, so Indeed. it might not matter for the elections this year, actually. But I... but considering this rapid development, yeah, that'll be February, who knows what happens in July, for example. Yeah, absolutely. Who or which persons have this technology or... It doesn't have to be open AI's technology. Maybe other similar technologies evolve in the next yeah. months. So taking this into a global political context, it becomes really scary, I must Absolutely. say. Because your point is really valid. No matter if you have a real source, a fake source, everybody can influence or tell people, no, don't trust this. I know the truth. This yeah. video tells the truth, not this one. But which one is fake in the end? Yeah. And this also brings me to my next point, actually how does or how do we as humans as tech people maybe but also the ordinary person deal with that because if i think about some friends of mine who are not in the tech industry they are not aware of all these things we read this on x we see it on youtube whatever but many people have their normal jobs their normal lives they have a mobile phone for whatsapp whatever but they don't read all these tech news they don't use ai at all in their daily lives so how should they be aware of the fact that the video they just watched might be fake uh i i would guess that probably um some techniques evolved that can help with identifying AI-generated videos. But of course, as AI gets better, that might Sorry. not really work. Um, I guess AI will always be in the advantage here. Um, it's, it's like the old problem. The person who wants to validate something always has to react. <laughs> if you want to protect against something, you have yeah. to react. And it's, yeah. it's the average part, it's AI in this case, uh, who's the actor, who's yeah. advancing and who's innovating and therefore, it will really be hard and I don't know um, what the future will be there. Um, maybe there are some technical hurdles which can't be overcome in certain areas so that um, creating super long videos is maybe still a long road uh, to, to go before we get there. So maybe that's the case, but I wouldn't rely on that. Maybe it becomes even more important who's spreading a video or um yeah who's publishing a video maybe that uh persons as trust sources or mm -hmm. or um uh, publishers as trust sources maybe that becomes more important um which of course means that people have to trust them in the first place but um maybe that is one of the ways of establishing trust that you know okay if it's that outlet if it's that person that publishes a video i can trust that person or that outlet but obviously that's it's a question and it's not a super it's it's not the perfect solution i'd I say and it also kind of is contrary to the to the internet ideas right that everybody can Absolutely. share uh, his yeah. opinion and of course if somebody has an opinion and wants to prove or make a point then he has to 
validate that point. Absolutely. But this became more difficult now with all this possible fake content that we have. But still, we have to deal with that technology, I guess. If you just deny it and say, AI won't be a big thing, maybe we are wrong. But at the moment, it looks like AI won't be gone in a year. It will be here and it will get bigger. So we have to adapt, right? Yeah. And we have to find ways to adapt to this, as you said, by thinking about the sources we trust, also being even more suspicious, maybe, if somebody tells you, hey, this is the only truth and this is fake. So yeah. you have to do your homework, so to say. But blind trust was never a good idea in the past, but it's an even worse idea in the future, I guess. Absolutely. So what this means in the end, AI theoretically makes our lives easier, as you say, because we can create B-roll easily, we can summarize text with ChatGPT, for yeah. example, but in the end, it becomes more complex yeah. in other parts of our life. So once again, technology <laughs> solves one problem, but creates others. So yeah. it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, I guess it's always been like this, uh, yeah. probably, but um, yeah, I, I totally agree. And uh, I, I'm not sure if it's a good or a bad thing that we have Sora and some other technologies. Me neither. So these are our thoughts after this Sora release last week, which also led to lots of discussions yeah. between us two. We would be happy to receive your feedback. Yeah. What do you think about AI, specifically about Sora in this case, how this impacts your lives? Maybe it doesn't have an impact onto your life at all. Maybe it's something you say it's here, but I don't care. And with that, we hope to see you in the next podcast episode. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.